the Glenn Beck program. Mm. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. A lot to get into. We were just talking on the uh, pre-show about how large the show is. Gigantic. Uh, We're going to have to jam 15, 20 minutes of entertainment into the next three hours. Easy. Easy. Well, okay, not easy, but uh, we'll try. We'll try to get at least 12 to 14 minutes into it somehow. Anyway, we'll get started uh, on all of that in about 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. We all feel the same sometimes, like no matter how much we put into our savings, our cars don't care what that money is for. You know, our cars don't care about our bills, our dream destination, vacation, even the kids education. Strangely enough, when something breaks, it's always coming out of that fund and it's always a setback. That's why you should have CarShield. I have CarShield. Without paying thousands for a covered repair, you don't have to do it. They do it. If my AC goes out, my GPS stops working, I could have picked my favorite mechanic to do the work. I could be the dealership. And the CarShield administrators take care of everything else. When your car breaks down, you'll have roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement. No additional charge. Whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles, CarShield has monthly coverage options to fit your budget. With CarShield, you'll spend less and gain peace of mind. Get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go farther. Visit CarShield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. Another shooting. Uh, Two people shot at a military base in Maryland uh, yesterday. Have not seen a motive, but I think it's already crystal clear. White supremacy. Obviously, it's got to be white supremacy. That's what it always is. Really? It's always that. Yeah. It's always. You know, Pat, Mm -hmm. I have to say, I follow the news relatively closely. Mm -hmm. You know, I make sure I keep up to date on Mm -hmm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember this. But on January 6th of this year, mm-hmm. there was an incident at the Capitol. Mm. Uh, it was all uh, Trump supporters, white supremacists. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. You remember that, I right? I remember that. Okay. Because I'm yeah, not. Yeah, okay. I remember it. And then the whole Capitol went into lockdown. Remember this? Yeah. And then they built all these big walls and fences around it. And right. they kept saying that there was going to be these big attacks on the Capitol. Well, that's why they had to send in the, send in the National Guard. The National Guard. And yeah, they were going to keep there. Because there was an insurrection that was happening. Mm-hmm. And I think there was an ongoing insurrection that they were trying to prevent. Yeah. And because on March right. 4th, it was going to be bombed. It was going to be bombed. And then it was March, I think, 20th again. That mm-hmm. They were going to, there's going to be Bomb another incident. Something. And I was, you know, of course, obviously very concerned about this. Oh, of course. Uh, as anyone would be. Well, yeah, the white supremacy thing had just gotten so out of control. And then we had someone attack the Capitol the other day. Yeah. They rammed a car into the barrier. Another damn and, white supremacist. And killed a police officer. I hate these white supremacists. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, the white supremacists are back. Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. It was a big news story that first day, and then all of a sudden, I haven't heard anything all of a about sudden they it. Stop talking about it completely. What could 
possibly be the reason for that because it was such a big story the whole all the th- the attacks that might happen in the mm-hmm. future were a big story but then an attack Huge. did happen and it wasn't a big story <laughs> right why did that happen right. what could possibly be the cause mm-hmm. of the difference in coverage than what i would have expected I mean, I would have expected Mm. the next attack on the Capitol to be the only thing in the news. I know. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. And in fact, a a, a Capitol police officer died in the attack. Yes. And we heard almost nothing about it. Right. Why? What could possibly be the reason? (laughs) There has to be one, Pat. It can't just be happenstance. There must be a cause. As to why we didn't hear much about this particular attack. I agree with you, Stu. I agree with you. Can you think of what it could be? I can't think of a single thing uh, that would preclude all of that coverage, though. I can't think of a thing. Not even one. Not Well, let me throw... Are you going to hazard a guess? Let's just speculate here. All right. Let me just throw one guess out there. Okay, go ahead. And you tell me if it's just crazy. Because it could just be crazy. I want to be honest with you. All right. It could just be crazy. (laughs) What if mm-hmm. the attacker in this most recent attack on the Capitol was not a white supremacist, but in fact a nation a white of nationalist? Islam? No. Oh. A supporter of the nation of Islam. <laughs> a follower of Farrakhan, yeah, as w- it were. Would it possibly huh. change in any way? I can't imagine it would change anything. Right. I, it doesn't make <laughs> much sense, but just to take it to its logical uh-huh. end here. Yeah. Is there any chance it had something to do with that? Possibly, like maybe they would ignore it because it didn't fit the narrative they were trying to push about evil Republicans and Trump supporters. Is it possible? I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. (laughs) It's unlikely, but is it possible? Can you conceive of such a thing? (laughs) Well, since that's exactly what happened, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can. Oh. I can. Wow. You know, in this shooter at the at the naval base too or the uh I is it is it because the guy's name is Fantahoon Gurma Waldesenbet? I I don't know. I don't now, know. You is pronounce that-, that as if it was like your your own surname. <laughs> But does that have something to do with why we're not hearing about this one either? Uh, what's the name I, again? I there, Pat? Can we get it again? Uh, Fantahoon Gurma Waldesenbet. Ah, yes, yeah. of course. So uh, that's. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be a white supremacist. I don't I, know. How could I it don't not? Know. It's, was it an attack? It was. Then it probably was a white supremacist. Yes, as you almost know. had to be, because they all are. We we saw that the, in tweets. The largest cause of crime in the United States is white supremacy. Uh, it's really the yes. only it's only the only cause of crime, because even if like an African-American were to kill someone, mm-hmm. it's because of it's the because systemic of the, racism right. they've been victim of. And yes. then that's what caused them to do it. So Who was it that actually that was actually said this week? <laughs> it was actually really said. <laughs> Did you know that? No. Oh, I thought you were quoting. The, I'm going to have to look in my notes here and find it again. That was actually said i was trying to come up with the most ridiculous <laughs> no, justification possible no, it's so ridiculous it's actually been said already this is where we <laughs> are even when it's a black person doing it it's because <laughs> of the systemic white supremacy involved 
I mean, come on. Uh, really? It must be exhausting for them to come up with these justifications. Oh, I mean, the Capitol thing Man. is really fascinating to me. I mean, really, I can understand, uh, you know, like treating it as a, the normal news story that it may have been. I mean, people do attack the Capitol. It does happen. Usually not white supremacists. The mm-hmm. only time they've blown it up into this was uh, was this one time. Right. We know that there were there were activists from the left who set off a bomb inside <laughs> back in the day. Oh yeah, and you know it was, yeah. it was a story, but it wasn't it wasn't what January sixth turned into. And again, I, I'm not I'm not minimizing that day. That was bad. No, but still, it was. It, but was it? In, do do like, you go along with an insurrection? Because I just don't. I don't I, like that verbiage so at all. Ridiculous so, to so call it that. There, I think the truth of it is, and we can we don't need to delve super deep into this but i think that when you talk about that verbiage it's like were there people there actually trying to overthrow the government yes they were talking about it right but it's a i think it was a very small percentage of even the people who went inside the building and they were really bad at it too. and they were really bad at it. yeah really I mean, bad at it right if that's if that was their intent uh they didn't go about that the right way yeah no, fortunately that's not you know it's it's not a like an insurrection if you think of like even like valkyrie the movie right where they're trying to overthrow hitler regime uh von stoff von Stauffenberg, he you are and that was of course tom cruise and who knew that he was that old but yeah tom cruise is out there and he's trying to overthrow the government and he's basically it's very difficult to 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 successfully engage in a coup when you don't have the support of the military let's say right like, mm-hmm. you know these are large-scale operations there was just an att- a, a, a supposed attempt of a coup in jordan uh this week and jordan you know seen as kind mm-hmm. of one of the most stable countries in the middle east and it was supposedly the the king was basically saying it was a family member trying to uh to take over you you don't it doesn't work without support of the military right and you know look this is more of a sort of conspiracy theorist group that was trying to do something crazy and in addition to that there were some people who were really just pissed off and and did criminal actions involved there were also people who i think you know look it could have been it could have been worse I, it's I, i'm not i really don't i don't want to minimize it but like the idea that it was some like actual coherent attempt at an insurrection and coup uh, is really 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 questionable yeah uh, you know like it's a, stretch. I, it's a stretch i mean that doesn't mean you don't take it seriously mm-hmm. if if antifa and believe me there's plenty of examples of people on the left who ha- are planning and have been caught planning the same types of things and have gone to federal buildings all over the country and mm-hmm. have taken them over and have burned them down and have sh- killed police officers. All these things have happened all over the country. It's just the focus is only on this one thing. And then when we are told the threat is so high to the Capitol and someone goes and kills a police officer at the Capitol, you'd think you'd hear about it more. But then they look at his social media pages, and he's a, a Nation of Islam supporter. And then there's no interest whatsoever no interest. in propagating Not a minute that, of it. that story. Now, None. again, you want to talk about a person who's outwardly talked about all sorts of terrible things happening to government uh, officials. Louis Farrakhan, the guy who oh, heads the Nation of Islam. Big time, yeah. Uh, you can find all sorts of stuff. We've played them on the air. It used to be posted all the time on his social media accounts, and no one would notice. Yeah. 
Uh, he's This guy has said all sorts of terrible things, including, I mean, basically admitting <laughs> to trying to kill people. He would deny that, but I mean, it certainly sounded like it to me. I mean, was this the time when he, when he talked about uh, killing Malcolm X? Yeah, I love Elijah Muhammad enough that if you attack yeah. him, I would kill you. Mm. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I'm not a killer. But neither are you. But if somebody attack what you love, each one of you in here would become a killer instantaneously. We don't give a damn about no white man law when you attack what we love. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it mm-hmm. fit into the guy. Taking the capital. None of your business. Instead of our business. What have you got to say about? <laughs> Did you teach Malcolm? No. Did you make Malcolm? Mm-mm. Did you clean up Malcolm? I didn't. Did you put Malcolm out before the world? No. Was Malcolm your traitor or was he ours? And if we dealt with him like a nation deals with a traitor, what the hell business is it of yours? Hmm. Not fascinating. <laughs> Not pretty. F- Fascinating. Basically admitting. Yeah. That they killed Malcolm X because he was a traitor to their cause. And it was believed. okay because it was their law, their yeah, law. Trump. It's none of your business. So no, now, it's not your business. I don't follow your white law. Again, he doesn't follow his white law. Like, for example, he doesn't care if he's going to kill, kill a police officer at the Capitol. Right. right. The guy right. Who, who follows Louis Farrakhan just did that. A guy who's called for all sorts of overthrows of the government and all sorts of terrible and things. And no one is even blaming Farrakhan no, for any of that. Not even a mention. The guy was obviously a Farrakhan follower, and he's getting no blowback and from there, that at all. Absolutely None. no doubt there are more followers for, of Louis Farrakhan than QAnon. Oh my gosh. Not yes. even close. Come on. It's not even close. There's more followers of Louis Farrakhan than any of these militias or any of these groups. That are constantly thrown around. Mm-hmm. And someone, one of his supporters attacks the Capitol. Not a freaking word. Not a freaking word. All they keep saying is, well, we don't know what the motive is. Well, I don't. I, okay. <laughs> she certainly seemed willing to guess every other time. Yeah, not now. Inexplicable. Not now. There's I, just no way to tell now. It's, it's almost, it's not even worth pointing out the freaking double standard. Anymore. Yeah, I know. It's so I obvious know. to everyone in the audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Ron DeSantis thing we talked about this week, uh, the way they've talked about this Georgia law. Yeah. Uh, there is, we have lost our attachment to reality. Completely. Completely. 888-727-BEZK. More patents due for Glenn coming up. All right, spring is in full swing, and that means it's time to freshen up the house a little bit, and you're in luck. Because right now, Blinds.com is giving you up to 35% off everything site-wide as a warm welcome to the new season. It's an incredible deal, and Blinds.com makes it so easy and convenient to order online. They have free shipping and guaranteed perfect fit for your windows. That means whether you do it yourself and you totally screw it up, or you have them handle the installation and it probably goes really well, you really can't go wrong with either option because if it's not right, they will remake it for you so that it is. Maybe you're looking for high-performance solar and roller shades or the classic silhouette of a Roman shade. Maybe you want to enhance the look of your home with the warm textures of bamboo. I know Pat's whole home is actually built out of bamboo, Mm -hmm. which people don't know. 
uh, it just kind of propped up on your property one day. It, you right. know, it goes up really fast. So you just kind of chopped it into shape, moved right in. Right. It's a very exactly nice right. home. It's a very nice home. Uh, whatever it is, you want to get on those windows. Not a lot of bamboo homes in Texas either. So no, it's really unique. The limited. Yeah. Limited amount. Uh-huh. A limited amount. Blinds.com has got you covered. Even if your home is made out of bamboo, visit Blinds.com right now to uh, shop their new deals. Perfect for your spring home refresh with up to 35% off everything from blinds, shades, interior shutters, and even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions apply. It's Blinds.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. <laughs> you know, you mentioned the DeSantis thing and how they've blown that up and out of proportion. Incredible. It's so amazing. And it's really completely unraveled on him. It's it's really been discredited and disproven. Yeah. What it has done, though, is shed a little light on another governor um, from the other side of the country, hmm. Gavin Newsom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it, it started people looking into, uh, you know, maybe the way a governor has handled the COVID vaccine distribution <laughs> and then who has contributed to his campaign in Gavin Newsom's case. And I'm sure this is a complete coincidence, but he gave a $15 million no bid contract to blue shield in California to uh, manage California's vac- vaccination efforts. Okay. Now I'm sure this is a complete coincidence, but blue shield over the years has contributed about $23 million <laughs> to Newsom's campaign. Is that more than 100000 A little bit more. Okay. Just, I, slightly. I'm not good at math, but I think it's a little bit more. Because my understanding is 100 is higher than 23. So are you sure 100000 is not higher than $23 million? Yeah, but when okay. the 100000 stops at 100000 and the 23 <laughs> continues to million. Yeah. It means a little something. It really is incredible. Is that amazing? Well, here's the thing, though. It's just 60 Minutes couldn't uncover that nugget. They <laughs> no, did what? not have the investigative capability it, it, it to figure this well out. too well hidden. Too well hidden. Yeah. The, my favorite part of that entire 60 Minutes uh, report on DeSantis was when they say, they started off and they say, so why did Publix get these vaccines? We obtained the campaign finance reform, uh, campaign finance records, and saw that a hundred thousand dollars went to DeSantis. You obtained them? That you <laughs> searched on Open Secrets? <laughs> it's like it's a website. It's got all the donations on there. You just you just searched the internet. What do you mean you obtained them? So I, I, am I obtaining my emails every time I log on? <laughs> What the hell kind of? And then you know they, they act as if yeah. this is some big thing. It's like you ob- obtaining them means you like I don't know got them from a secret source. Somebody inside the government, a whistleblower, mm-hmm. came to you. Mm-hmm. You met inside the parking garage with deep throat. Like that's what you're. That's obtained. Right. Obtained is not searching the internet. I mean that was a disaster for sixty minutes. I and think so to the point of that like Democrats from around Florida are saying this is ridiculous. Even some media sources have come out and say, okay, this doesn't, this is really bad. How did this happen? And it's $100,000. It's so dumb. You know, which is a lot to you and me. We, you know, but it's not to the campaign of the governor of Florida. No. $100,000 over years is nothing. Right. And like to a campaign like that. It's a very, California is a bigger state than Florida, right? Mm -hmm. The amount of money you're talking about is larger. De- Gavin Newsom absolutely is a presidential contender in the future, as is DeSantis, right? Like 
This is a mm-hmm. high profile and a guy, Gavin Newsom, who's in the middle of a recall. Right. So he's in, in right. a, there'd be a much more. He, he has an election coming up before Ron DeSantis election. And they don't care about that. They're going to run a report on Gavin Newsom and his donations. You know they won't. No. And look, I don't even, you know, I don't know. You, I mean, you, we kind of sarcastically say, uh, did this have anything to do? Well, I don't know. Blue Shield probably probably makes sense for them to, to help distribute the vaccine. I don't know the, in, yeah. the inner workings. I mean, I know Florida enough to know that Publix uh, locations are pretty much everywhere. And now, I don't know if every location has the vaccine, but, it, you know, it's pretty much everywhere in Florida. Uh, but Blue Shield? I doubt it's... <laughs> I don't is know. there a blue shield on every corner in California? I don't know. I don't know. Is, I doubt it. I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, the $23 million donation compared to 100000 Right. Maybe $23 million moves you a little bit if you're Gavin Newsom. Maybe. You know, $100,000. There's Maybe. No ch- and look, it, again, there's just no chance. There's way too much money. I mean, mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis might become president of the United States, right? Yeah. You think he's going to be moved by a $100,000 donation? By the way, over multiple years. Yeah. Like starting exactly. in 2018. Jeez. I mean, it's just, it, it's just asinine to even suggest it and then to act like you have this big breaking scoop when you went on Google and, and searched <laughs> Publix DeSantis and see what I mean, they obtained it, all right? Ugh. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, identity theft, it's on the rise. And been, I mean, geez, ever ever since COVID came along and normalized people living in basements and spending all of their time in front of a computer, uh, hackers, hackers have been home and bored as well, just like you. They ran out of Netflix shows six months ago, too. If you're not at least a little bit concerned about cyber criminals coming after your data, you really should be. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives your identity is what makes you you. It's what gives you credibility in the world. It's what worth protecting. And honestly, these cyber criminals, they just come and they, they, they try to get your information. They try to get your identity. They try to take out your financial future. You don't want this to happen to you. LifeLock helps protect a wide range of identity thefts. If they detect your information has been compromised, their dedicated team of restoration specialists will help you clean up the mess. Get it set up today so you're protected for tomorrow. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can keep what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. 800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. The promo code is BECK. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK. Get your Glenn Beck. Stupid gear. Steven Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code Glenn. Would you look at that? I mean, if you if you don't have good security in a place, almost anything can happen. Anybody can sneak in. Uh, hey, Jeff Fisher entered our studio. Jeffy's here. So I figured uh, I'd stop in, say hi, chew the fat, perhaps. Oh my God! Stuff to, yes, and remind okay. people that they mm-hmm. can you know follow or subscribe to chewing the fat. Which is really so they would go to like a, a podcast app, any then platform. They would search mm-hmm. for fat. It was searching for see, chewing the look. fat. <laughs> oh, but I'm guessing mm. if you search for fat, sure, I'm I'm gonna be there. Okay, just so we'll go search for fat. Look for Jeffy's face, and then click <laughs> yes. subscribe. And yes, thank you. That's That'd how that great. works. Okay, right. perfect. Mm. And I, I'm trying. I wish I had a product to hawk. You know, like cakes and cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, some mm-hmm. kind of Nancy Pelosi yeah, sucks pants. Nancy sucks pants. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I've got Moomoo's by Jeffy, don't. but they're sold out right now. No, no, so, are yeah. they? 
Yeah, they're because the Moomoo's by Jeffy Line is <laughs> prestigious, huge, and elite, and huge. huge. And huge. Yes, really big. If they La- ran out of fabric, right? If Lena Dunham can have her own little line of fat gal clothes, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Moomoo's by Jeffy can sell too. Absolutely, I think that's fair. I mean, I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you have today uh, uh, for chewing the fat? Jeffy? Uh, well, you know, one of the things that uh, I found fascinating was that uh, we talked a little bit about it on uh, Pat Unleashed this morning. That uh, NASA is about to launch a spaceship that's supposed to punch an asteroid out of the way. I love this story. We're testing <laughs> Earth defense systems right now. This that's is really cool. The Bruce Willis thing, basically. Yeah. It, it, basically, except we're not going to blow it up. We're just going to push it. Right. They just want to see right. if they can, through kinetic energy, move it out of its current path so that if we ever had to do that, to see if this would work. It's part of the it's really double, cool. It's part of the double asteroid redirection test. Mm. And we're launching it in July of this year. And it's supposed to catch up with the asteroid we've chosen by September of 2022. And we're going to just run into it and see if we can get it off course. Are we all at all concerned that they might nudge it the wrong way? <laughs> and push it into, <laughs> into the, the path? <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> Don't be silly. I'm a little yeah, concerned. That would be bad. Well, that's what the test is, right? So hopefully, I mean, this one is far enough away that it's not going. <laughs> what if it redirects right at us? Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's our luck. I mean, it's honestly uh-huh. what we deserve in this country at this point. <laughs> really? Yes. It's basically, I think most of us would be like, you know, we had a good run. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, uh, but what are we going to do? I mean, we're at the point in this this whole saga where we're taking Aunt Jemima off the boxes. Let's just blow the whole thing up. Plus, once we do it, let's mm. say we can do it. Are we going to do we have a couple extra that we're going to have in the garage that we notice? <laughs> hey, there's an asteroid coming. <laughs> well, I want another one ready in case we redirect it at ourselves. Right. At least mm. have another one ready to launch. I mean, we hear stories all the time. And I say all the time. Frequently. That, you know, an asteroid came within, you know, 100,000 miles of the planet. And, oh, my gosh, we didn't see that one. We just had right one there. that came within, was it 4,000 miles? It was close. It was, I mean, it was a, like a shave. real it's, near it's miss. space time. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't and, have destroyed the Earth, but it would have caused some problems. And uh, so, I mean, as in the documentary, Armageddon, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis movie. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they say in the documentary the reason that they didn't see this that particular asteroid coming was because uh, it was a big-ass sky. Yeah, that's true. And, that's, that's uh, science right there. That, that is yeah, science. powerful. That is science. Really so, well put. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> yes. in the documentary. <laughs> I mean, did they even try to write no. these these. You are not going to bad mouth In the Armageddon. 90s. It was this, they were just like, don't, I don't do know. What's the, what, just put... <laughs> Give me a bunch of pieces of paper with catchphrases. We'll just put glue on a piece of paper and throw them in any random order. Okay, we got big, we got ass, <laughs> and then sky. <laughs> That's good, though. At least we're thinking of these things. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, we I usually get is. taken off guard by such such matters. Yeah, I mean, but we have people flying into space all the time now, right? Oh, SpaceX has got people mm-hmm. paying mm-hmm. money and going up into space. Virgin Galactic has got people paying money to go up into space. Uh, Blue space. Origin. They've stopped now, though. They've They're not going to do it? No. Really? Uh, yeah, Bezos is like, uh, they, they didn't get one of the government contracts. Oh. And they were like, hmm. Okay, so we're not we're, going we're, to? We're, 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 so they're pouting? Pause. It's slowing down. Yeah. Okay. Slowing down a little bit. Hmm. All the, you're giving all the money to SpaceX and? nasa and branson is getting a little bit of that money and i'm not okay well mm-hmm. then i'm not going to do it anymore hmm. play 
Okay. Hate to see him take his toys and go home. That's I know. It's really I know. I mean, now that he's retired, retiring from uh, Amazon, Basil's, what's he going to do? He's got nothing to do. Mm. Just sit around and do nothing. Mm-hmm. No, this is this is important. Look, we're spending all these trillions of dollars. We might as well get a cool asteroid thing out of it. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they would have said, look, we're spending $1.9 trillion on a fleet of asteroid redirection machines, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. said, all right that's what i was hoping it's better for. than what they really are spending it on that's absolutely true. at least in theory it could do mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that's true and we know that they're going to start spending money again on the uh border wall right i mean we well we don't know we, that but they're well, talking about it i mean uh alejandro mayorkas mm-hmm. the dhs secretary was said in a meeting that they were well, you're right that they may restart construction mm-hmm. on the open. Uh, I believe that when I see it, uh, you know they they do they are having an issue on the border, and they, of course, obviously, as everyone does, know that walls can be effective, right? Mm-hmm. So they, mm-hmm. you'd think if they want to actually stop this, that would make sense. They could blame it probably on Trump. They should have never stopped it in the first place. Effective to the point where uh, do you remember when? Israel used to have the problem with bombs going off on school buses and restaurants. We'd hear about it at yeah. uh, Passover dinners and all kinds of things. It was happening all the time. Uh, a couple of times a week, you would hear about yeah. that. Then they built the fence. You know what? It, it it dropped the incidence of terrorism by 98%. Yeah. 98%. They also went I mean, over, that's amazing. They also went uh, a big time on security as well. Sure. I mean, people it, it, talked yeah, about, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, you can't go anywhere. It's not a one-step process. No, I understand. But, but I mean, it they, helps. They also, I mean, you don't go into any uh, any malls, any office buildings, any restaurants, anything without being uh, searched and wand in, in Israel. Yeah. Know? Look, there's a there's a there's an element of low-hanging fruit that the wall gets rid of. Right. It does yes. not stop everybody. Like they just right. showed a video just came out. I think it was last week where uh, smugglers had taken the you know, those long iron bars on the wall that, that we built right. you know, 20 or 30 feet tall. And they have they have some sort of, you know, whatever, I guess, whatever way you'd cut this in a you know welding, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know how they do it exactly. But they had cut the bottom of the. um the the pole basically the, the the post in the in the wall and they cut it at the very bottom so when you looked at it it looked normal and then they could just it you just move it a little bit and it would swing open and you could just walk right through oh wow and they apparently they found a bunch of these so lawbreakers the broke the right law. they broke the law but again that takes huh. a little bit of effort it yeah. takes some expertise right. it, i mean yeah the the you know look you're not going to stop multi-billion dollar cartels from getting through a fence but you probably mm-hmm. are going to stop a lot of Absolutely. average people trying to cross a, a, a board maybe some uh lower lower level criminals and maybe you know like you can identify one of these places and know that's where the big wigs are going to be crossing right. because they have this and, and then you monitor that from a distance and then try to capture capture them once they come across like it does make the whole defense easier Right. And that's why the wall makes sense. It's an inexpensive way to be able to uh, minimize uh, the crossing of the border illegally. It's not an, it's not the 
only solution. People, that got to be the, sort of a talking point. So everyone's like, build the wall. And as if that means there's no one who ever crosses the border again. That's not true. But you can minimize it. You can help it. You can. It's an easy way to enforce the border. And that's what critics do. They well, they yeah. say, well, the border's not going to stop all these people. For, no. Well, no, it's not going to stop everybody. And they used to do the same thing with, uh, with deportation. You can't put 11 million people on a school bus and send them back. <laughs> that would be a big no, school bus. No, yeah. Big, yeah, we don't have a school bus that big. You're right about that. We can start with one. But you can start, and you can make a dent in the problem, and you know, you do it over a long period of time, and you you take a bite out of it. That's how you eat an elephant, right? A bite at a time. And part of this is messaging, really? right? I don't know why I was looking at you when I, I said the elephant thing, of... Jeffy. I don't, I don't even I don't, I don't know why that. either. You did that's look weird. right at yeah, him. Yeah, I did look said, right at him. Eating an elephant. Yeah. You looked right at Jeffy. Very weird. But it's it's part of, part of its messaging, right? Like, you know, the, the policies from the Trump administration to the Biden administration, it, there have been some changes that they've made. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's much more about people who are, you know, down in Honduras being like, wait a minute. He's saying no matter what, if we get across the border, they're not going to send in. us back. Right. Let's try it. Yep. Yes. Where Trump was saying yep. was messaging. Hey, don't come. Don't come. Don't come. Right. We'll send you back. Right. We he put, and, it, and there were some things implemented to 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 further that. But as we know, like there was a lot of things that Trump tried to do in the border and wasn't able to accomplish. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he can't just do it on his own. He did what he could. Well, on top of which now, because uh, we, you know, we're against everything that the previous administration did, which is why we put Kamala Harris in charge. And uh, she is right on top of it. Oh, because no, she was elected she, president, right? Yeah. No. Well, no, 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 no hmm. she wasn't. Because so the biggest, the first initial crisis of the Biden administration <laughs> was handed to Kamala Harris. Yeah, and she's right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can mm-hmm. see her. What she does press conferences every day about what's happening and who those. she's meeting with mm-hmm. and how things are changing on the border. On the border. Yeah. Oh, she's down there. She's no. down there. Uh-huh. Uh, she's not even living in Washington D.C. anymore. Really? She's, yeah, she's living. On the border. <laughs> Is she really? She's in McAllen, Texas right now. She <laughs> yeah. lives right there. Yeah. I, she's She hasn't visited. She hasn't talked about it. I mean, yesterday, where was she? Chicago? Was it Chicago talking about COVID-19 or something? Oh, she went out to California, I think, right? She went, and it was, she, she, yeah. She was in Chicago, and then she went to California or vice versa. I don't know. But. But she's not dealing with the border. She certainly doesn't seem to be dealing with no. what she's been put in charge with. Right. And so that's kind of. Well, I don't know if I want her dealing with it anyway. I know. So it's kind of, <laughs> kind yeah. of torn there. Uh, you know, so that's a tough one to take. So if people do want to view or hear you uh, eat an elephant one bite at a time, what, where would they go for that? Well, you could go wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but how much would I have to pay? Any platform. Have you been able to keep the price <laughs> low, I hope? <laughs> How much? How much would I be expected to pay well, for the chewing? I, I the just fat want to tell you right now, uh-huh. right now, as yeah. we speak. Okay, it's free. Okay, so, so you still have won that I battle for the time being. Promise tomorrow. That's right. why you need to go there today. <laughs> okay, and I will promise that you'll be grandfathered in uh, if we start charging tomorrow. Wow! If you if you're a subscriber mm. today on uh, the platform <laughs> of your choice, whatever whatever platform, there's a plethora of platforms out there that you can subscribe to. Uh-huh. Chewing the fat on. Yeah. If you do it today, okay. then your grandfathered in will be free for you. That's great. And Thank we you. joke about this, but did you hear that they're changing the subscribe yes. to a podcast thing to follow? To follow because and too like, many people think they have to pay yeah. for subscribe. 
So they're really yeah. yeah. So they they're changing it to follow because people keep I guess thinking if you click subscribe you're gonna have to pay by saying subscribe that means that you have to pay. So yeah. the, if uh-huh. it's still if your if your podcast app still says subscribe it's free at least for our shows <laughs> I don't know maybe some other shows are your shows too shows. yeah Pseudos America Pat Gray Unleashed the Glenn yeah, Beck program. Free. Oh, wow. So We've yep. all been battling hard to try to keep the, the cost down. I've that. been trying to get my cost yeah. up. Have I, you? I want to charge like, <laughs> I want people who every subscriber to pay $1,000 a month. And so uh-huh. far they won't wow. do it. Wow. Bastards. Wow. They're selfish. You know what? They're these typical rich white people. That's what White supremacists. Yep. Who uh, want to keep their money because yeah. they feel they've earned I it? Think, I think Hate they're it. ridiculous. All, I think they're all called Caspers now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is well, the right? whiteies. Yeah. yeah. All right. Triple eight. <laughs> 727-BECK. More patents due for Glenn coming up. So let's say you move into a new neighborhood and you realize that Jeffy lives in it and oh, you want to move again. Yeah. Immediately. Right. Really at any cost to yourself or your family. Yeah. Let's just say you're willing to give up your entire financial future to get out of that neighborhood. And I would be. And if that I, happened to me, I, I would be. I would be too. Yeah. You just would want to I, flee. <laughs> Uh, we could be friends. No, no, we can't. No. We can't. Well, yeah. that will never happen, Jeffy. Uh, real estate agents I trust dot com is a great place to go. They know the, the neighborhood Jeffy lives in. They can they can direct mm-hmm. you to a, any other neighborhood in America. <laughs> What's your radius away from Jeffy that you want in a home? Do you want it to be a hundred miles? Do you want it to be five hundred miles? You just give them that number when you go to real dot com. They will give you a, a circumference around Jeffy's home, uh, and you know if you want. <laughs> so stupid real estate agents i trust.com is the place to go you know when you need a real estate agent you need to find someone you can trust that knows the area that can get you the the people it's really a partner in a real estate transaction they know the people who can help fix up the house they know how to uh, stage a home uh, for the optimal uh, results go to real estate agents i trust.com the name kind of says it all real estate agents i trust.com the glenn Beck program it's Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Uh, eventually today, as Stu was just saying, we got to talk about Deshaun Watson because it's a fascinating story. I do, Very, very strange. If you way. had to guess right now, does he ever play another down in the NFL? <sighs> if I had to guess right now, I might say no. Yeah, I might too. Which is unbelievable. The guy just signed yeah. a contract six months ago. For $40 million a year. Yeah. And was or yeah, and was going to be trade. Uh, and I think it was traded. all guaranteed, right? Wasn't it? No, it was his. Wasn't all. It was one hundred and twenty-eight million so, of the one hundred and forty million was guaranteed. Oh, was it that high? Jeez. Yeah, it was a lot. He now has twenty-two accusers. Now we didn't even know any of their names. We didn't know any of their stories. How could they defend themselves in a lawsuit when they don't know who's accusing them? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, associated things. I guess yesterday one of them did come out, and at least one, and came out and and. I guess told, told the story publicly, but now mm. one of the defenses from the Deshaun Watson camp was to release, I think, a list of eighteen other massage therapists. Yes, that that said he there was no problems. This it must d- be the most relaxed man <laughs> on the face of the earth. How many? It's a lot of massages. How many massages do you get? Yeah, it's a, it's a, and apparently some of the people he was just like reaching out to, on Instagram and asking them for massages, and they're like, "I'm not a masseuse." Like, yeah, still come on over and give me a massage. Like, I, okay, I don't know. If that's, right. I don't know if I would say that was therapy, no. but maybe it is. You know, it's very very strange. Now look, if 
we don't we don't know right you don't people deserve to be able to defend themselves but just right. acting on it's it's interesting that he's been able to, to deal with 22 accusations and the team hasn't done anything yet hasn't right i, I haven't heard a peep a, out of him actually yeah i'm really so. i don't know how long that can last i mean it's the off season so maybe that's one of the reasons but as we get closer to the season i don't think they're gonna be able to just not he's talk been about this. he's been making what 20 23 million a year or something up until this latest contractor mm. is maybe it's not quite that much but i think about uh 93 of it has been spent on massages <laughs> wow yeah no wonder he did deal yeah this is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. There's a lot going on today. Uh, it's some interesting interesting comparison between what's going on in Israel with their vaccination thing and what, what happened in Chile at the same time. Uh, both countries really good at vaccinating their population, but completely different outcomes. Anyway, we'll get into that. Lots more uh, to come in 60 seconds. There's nothing like going outside in the summer, firing the grill up, you know, cooking. You get the families all around. You have that great outdoor summer day. Uh, with the exception, of course, that it's 900 degrees. We're, you know, we live in Texas, and it's really, really, really hot. And then you're turning on a grill, so it's really, 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 really hot. And that's the thing. This is why you need a Rectech. A Rectech, get that thing fired up, and then you can monitor it from inside in the air conditioning <laughs> because it has a Man, smartphone app it's such a what a great idea awesome uh, you can uh, it, it can monitor the temperature you can make sure that it's cooked absolutely perfectly and you don't have to stand over a grill the entire time while it's nine thousand degrees outside you just get the greatness of the grill and the greatness of the air conditioning combined into one has there ever been a better idea it's i, I a don't great know. country or what this is freaking awesome isn't it mm-hmm. I, I love capitalism um with its smart grill technology, spacious design, Rectech is going to help you create a perfect spring day and into the summer, and maybe a little air conditioning mixed in as well. Follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. It's R-E-C-T-E-Q with a Q at the end. Rectech with a Q at the end. It's R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Check it out. Rectech. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn. 888-727-BECK is the number to call to get involved. I learned something new today, Pat. Yeah? What? It's always important to learn new things. Mm -hmm. And I learned something new. I learned something new about hate today. Oh. And I happen to have, and this is not hateful at all, a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen that I want to give out to someone who can get the right answer to this question. Okay? Okay. Our number is 888-727-BECK. NancyPelosiSucksPen.com. Of course, it's a place to get your normal Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. It's a replica of the pen that she used to sign the Donald Trump impeachment uh, uh, papers. Except in Nancy Pelosi's own handwriting, it says Nancy Pelosi and then sucks right after it. It's what a glorious thing to add so to your collection. So it says even more than the actual pen. <laughs> right? Did. Yeah, you get extra. Right? You get extra, extra words. That's true. That's great. So my question is: <clears throat> When you have someone who is switching genders, mm-hmm. and they get. Uh, uh, a, a surgery we would call that gender reassignment surgery right that's mm-hmm. what everyone calls it yes okay a sex change was kind of the old term 
Then it went to gender. But was that hateful? This yes. exchange thing? Yes, that it was, was hateful. hateful. So okay. it went to gender reassignment surgery. Gender reassignment surgery. So you're being reassigned. Yes. A different gender. Okay. If you know the answer, don't say it out loud, Pat. Okay. There is a, we've now discovered that gender reassignment surgery. Is that hateful too is now? also hateful. Oh, dang it. Okay. Darn it. So oh, there dang. is a new Darn. term that it is okay to say for this particular procedure. What is it? Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. I can't wait to hear. I don't know the answer. You to don't this. know the answer. I, I don't. didn't know it until today. Huh? Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the answer. First caller who gets this right will give you a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen. Uh, like because this is valued at what a thousand dollars? Uh, one thousand nine hundred and forty dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. that's which I believe free. was the year she was born. <laughs> that's why we. That's why we actually did price it at $1,940 marked down. We marked it down significantly as a special sale, a special commemorative sale. But the normal retail price is $1,940 Okay, because of her year of birth. Uh, So I, because I will say I didn't know this and I was fascinated to hear this report this morning about uh, the issues with transgendered uh, kids, because there's a lot of hate filled bills apparently going through Republican states mm-hmm. that are limiting in in disgusting ways, apparently uh, children's access to puberty blocking drugs. Stop it. Don't uh, to say having that. Um, no. major surgeries when they're like eight. Oh, no. There are some states that think that that's wrong. And huh. as the report acknowledged to Pat, yeah. there are many people. Who have? I can't. I can't. This world is is. Are you about to burst into tears? I, I really am. I can't. I can't even. They're basically saying that. Hey, you know, look. What what doctors say and scientists say is this: not allowing kids to take puberty blockers and to uh, have these surgeries. Well, that's just sheer hurt, unadulterated hate. Could hurt uh-huh. the mental health of the child and the family. So therefore, it's just hatred. Tra- it's I mean, they were just calling it transphobic bills. There's transphobic bills going through. Arkansas was one of the more recent ones. Transphobic bill going through Arkansas blocking uh, children from using puberty blockers and, and having these surgeries. Like what? There's so no line to this. It's like it, no, I would that's... say that in many years ago, right, there would be a, a, a conversation maybe about how any good guesses because we've got a lot of guesses here but i wonder if we have any that aren't like in a, a, a very offensive jokes <laughs> what line is it oh not yet. okay <laughs> this is i think this is a good one because i was legitimately surprised when i heard it i didn't i've never heard this term before i i admit still I, I haven't okay uh because we, we have now advanced though to the part of this debate where Remember, I think it was who that was it Mario Lopez that got in trouble because he said, "Look, you know, having kids change their sex at, you know, six, seven, eight years old is obviously ridiculous." Or no, I think he said four. I think he said four, and then he had to come out and apologize because apparently it's not ridiculous to change your your sex or your gender at four, <laughs> right? Right. Yes, and he he massively apologized yeah. for that. Like he had really screwed up and said something really horrific. Like a four, how dare you say a four-year-old can't decide to change their sex? How dare you? <laughs> it's like, wait, I mean, legitimately, children at four years old 
will will think they can learn how to fly. They'll think how they, they, they mm-hmm. their their imaginations are running wild with all sorts of different possibilities. And if you come to them with the idea that maybe they should be the other gender, what do you think? Many of them are going to take you up on that. And as we've seen, I was talking to Dr. Deborah So uh, the other day. She has a, a book out on this. And she's one of the very brave voices on this who's willing to come out and say what the science actually says, which is many, many, many children who go through this wind up regretting it later. Many people who thought about going through this at the end of the day think uh, are glad that they didn't. Yeah, they, I mean, the... The suicide rates are really high for those who even get the surgery, right? Aren't they? Because you're expecting to feel better and more like you. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times they apparently don't. And they've got really high rates of depression and and suicide even after the the surgery. So So it's... uh, I think I know what it's called though now. Okay, hold on. We've got a couple guesses. You did cheat? I did cheat. All right. Uh, Matt in uh, in Louisiana, I believe it is. Uh, Matt, what do you think it is? It used to be sex change. Then it was gender reassignment surgery. What is it now? Uh, Well, that's Los Angeles I'm in, so you've got to get that right first. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, You know, I'm just going to go with the uh, old traditional, uh, the old switcheroo. Yeah. The old switcheroo. Let's just go with that. No, I, I promise you the new. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not the answer. <laughs> that would be better. Mm-hmm. I will say like every once in a while, one of these like PC terms seems to me to be considerably worse than the previous one. Yeah. The example I would come up with is little people. Like little people is obviously worse than midget. I think it is. I think it's way I've worse. I always thought that. <laughs> I would not. But I was afraid to say it. Right. Like they said, like, they're like midget. They're like, <laughs> They're like, you can't say midget. You need to say little people. That's way more demeaning. I it's don't know condescending. why. It does seem like. Yeah, it's condescending. Again, I understand that like midget wouldn't be the right thing. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't spend too much time thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's like, oh, by the way, we have a little person here with us today. Seems bizarre. <laughs> it seems like, it just seems like a terrible term. Yeah. And every once in a while. So that does happen. Like, could it go from gender reassignment to the old switcheroo? That seems like it's pushing it. So, no, I don't think that's it. Uh, Christy, in New York, uh, you have a guess here. It used to be sex change. Then it turned into gender reassignment surgery. What is it now? I think it's gender affirmation surgery. Gender affirmation surgery is a good one. Now, I that was not the one I heard mm. today, I will say. But you know what? We'll, we'll, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. We'll give you a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen anyway. So let's give that uh, to Christy. Uh, but that's not actually the guess. That's not Is actually the close? correct one. It's she pretty close? close. We're getting yeah, close. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sam in uh, Pennsylvania. Sam, what is your guess? It used to be sex change. Then it was gender reassignment surgery. What is it now? Uh, I'll go for gender confirmation that's right. Gender confirmation surgery. You're confirming your actual exactly. gender. Exactly. You're not, not reassigning the mistaken it. one that you were assigned at birth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you're not saying you reassigning means you're changing. It's not true. You were always that gender. That is- they're just confirming your gender with the surgery. Mm-hmm. That is legitimately what they're calling it now. Gosh, that's Sam, amazing. Sam, you're brilliant. Congratulations. You've won a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen. Uh, we will get that out to you as soon as possible. Thank you, Sam. That's isn't that credible? Yes, that is what is incredible. And they actually are like saying that gender reassignment surgery, which was the ch- it used to be sex change. Yeah. 
Now they, it's what, what never went to gender change. It just skipped. Oh, we got rid of sex and we got rid of change. Then it's reassignment. And now it's confirmation. And it's in, in like puberty so blockers for children. Ridiculous. It is now uh, gender confirmation therapy. Wow. So they're just you taking medis, medication to block hormones and create hormones and change your gender is now confirming the gender you already were, even though nothing in your body says that you're that gender. And this is what they do. This is what they do to make it seem perfectly natural and the right thing to just like we let them get away with this on the the abortion thing. Mm. Rather than aborting a baby, I'm just choosing. I'm just making a choice. I'm pro-choice. What person who is for freedom could be against choice yeah and now it's not a reassignment it's not a change it's confirming your what you should be and what you really were all along and i think you've hit on the single greatest piece of <sighs> propaganda in american history calling abort being for abortion pro-choice how yeah. the hell did that stick it's such a ridiculous should argument not have allowed it right like the only thing that matters is is it a human being or not Right? Like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't say if you were just going to go murder someone that you're pro choice. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, if OJ was like, look, I'm just pro choice. I didn't like Nicole. I chose to have her die. <laughs> right. That no one would be like, oh, no. well, yeah, OJ's oh, okay. just pro choice. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a pro choice guy. You know, and murder is such a harsh word. He did just choose. He just chose. Huh. To chose to use that knife in that way. <laughs> and it's like, well, that no one, that wouldn't make sense. And, you know, we always, if you, let's think, take it out of, uh, fully grown adults if you were to say a you know 10 minutes after birth the baby's out there crying you're like you know what i choose i choose no uh sorry kid i choose no we would all say that that's murder Mm -hmm. but 10 minutes before that we would be like oh well i don't know there's a tough line here and science says it's not murder it's like what are you talking about yeah a fully formed baby 10 minutes before birth is just tissue that's just tissue. It's nothing. It's just a choice for the mom yeah. to make. Ten minutes later, it's it's an actual human it's being. It's completely it's amazing. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And the word the the phrase pro-choice has overturned human logic for half the population. It is just oh, everybody mm-hmm. knows. I've said this to people over and over again about abortion. It's like if you were to say. Uh, a minute after birth can you kill a baby everybody would say no right i mean mm-hmm. except for very few people there are some out there that was probably uh, singer and princeton might go still keep going with that but generally speaking you'd say no well what about a minute earlier well most people would say no i mean the polls are something like 84 85 percent you'd say absolutely not but every democrat in the hierarchy yeah says say yes. yes to that yes at least in theory shouldn't limit the woman's choice at all right and it's like if if you were to say someone a minute after birth a baby was born and you said okay well and we can kill that you'd call them a psychopath, but a minute before you'd be like okay it's the mainstream position of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Now if that's just a crazy crazy line, and if at and the issue here, which is I think the most uncomfortable thing about abortion, when you talk to to normal people who are just like, look, you know, I'm I'm pro-choice. I don't really want to do it for myself, but you know, at some point that minute occurs. You say, okay, is it three months in one minute as compared to three months? Is it six months in one minute as compared to six months? What minute are you t- changing it from murder to non-murder, or the other way around? 
It's either it's choice to murder at one minute period at some point in right. that process. Might be mm-hmm. two two trimesters, might be three, might be one. Somewhere you're just saying like, yeah, last 60 seconds ago, it was fine, but now it's murder. And at that point, you're making the same bizarre psychopathic choice. You're mocking, you can mock at birth. It really is a strange process. <laughs> the human mind so. works in very strange ways. But l- luckily, we have gender con- confirmation surgery here to sort it all out for us. 888-727-BECK. American Financing, Dark NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Uh, if you're like most Americans, you probably spend a significant amount of your time thinking about how to make more money or at least save more money back. Uh, get more money back from wherever purchases you're doing, maybe uh, building a, 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 a larger nest egg. Nothing wrong with that. It's good to be aware how your financial uh, house is holding up. But you need to make sure that you have the best rates on your uh, on your uh, loans. You need to make sure that you have the best uh, the best financial future you can possibly have. You need to maybe look at your debt and say, hey, I can lower this rate and save a bunch of cash with a consolidation loan. You could literally be saving hundreds of dollars per month, maybe even as much as a thousand. That's a lot of money. Think about what an extra 12 grand per year could do for you and your family. For over two decades, American Financing has been helping people just like you find their way to financial uh, freedom and make their finances work for them. Give them a call today, American Financing. It's uh, AmericanFinancing.net, 1 800. 906-2440-800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net 10 seconds, station ID. You know, it can be quite expensive uh, to confirm your gender. Uh, the gender <laughs> confirmation surgery uh, can often exceed just look this up because uh, I was fascinated by the gender confirmation change here. Uh, but it can often exceed $100,000 in the U.S. Wow. Depending on what you need to be done. But $100,000. You better be very sure that that's what you want to do. And by the way, the, the, the report I'm talking about is from ABC News. Okay. And it's, it's not wow. some crazy left wing you know, like, I mean, yes, ABC News is crazy left wing to us. Uh, however, I mean, it's not like Huffington Post, right? Yeah. Or some, you know, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ABC News should be a mainstream news network. Yes. And they talked about all of these things like puberty blockers as why are you they literally framed it as why would other than transphobia? Why would Republicans deny children health care? Oh, my gosh. Like, what are you talking about wow. blocking someone's hormones at four years old is not health care it's not health care no it is not health care especially for for g- gender reassignment or gender confirmation or a sex change as if a four-year-old is capable of making any decision that's going to affect the rest of their life that's just so no. stupid every and every single person on earth knows what i'm saying is true knows what you're saying is true it is this act we all put on and we act as if we believe this nonsense because we don't want to deal with people criticizing us over it and and acting like we're hateful towards children which of course we're not is the exact opposite i assure you 
It is one of those things where we're protecting children from making lifelong decisions that they cannot make. They are incapable of making at that time. And to to give you know surgeries and all sorts of crazy hormones and drugs yeah. to these little kids for for no reason other than they have basically liberal parents. They have left wing parents who have, who have adopted this ideology and have and deny essentially what they know to be true, which is children cannot make these decisions and should not be able to make these decisions. We have laws in place to prevent children from making these decisions. I wouldn't even allow them to make the decision to get a glutoplasty. What's what's a what is a glutoplasty? Well, that's when you make the decision to increase your buttock volume, the volume in your buttocks. Oh, that's the one Jeffy had. Jeffy had that surgery. <laughs> yeah, I mean he did it. Yeah, it's he called did it overeating. Naturally. Yeah, he yeah. did it through overeating, <laughs> but it did. He did the same result. Happened. I had never heard of a glutoplasty. Uh, that's interesting. So, that so this is like we'd say like almost volume like Kardashian done. surgery, basically. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, is that essentially what it would be? And did she do that, or is that a natural thing? With do we her? know the answer to that, Sarah? I don't know why. I think you might know. She said no. Okay. Okay. So, so Kim's <laughs> is natural. She said no, but it looks like it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's I think I, again we could all deny mm-hmm. what Sarah said is uh, is true, but it's just true. It is true. It does look like it. <laughs> yes, and that's it okay. It does look like she might have had some glutoplastic work there. Uh, done but she has been asked this question before and she has denied it so now we're on record she has not had (laughs) butt confirmation surgery (laughs) because her butt was supposed to be bigger and they were just confirming that by adding more butt more butt to Mm -hmm. her butt right to confirm her butt size which was her butt size before but but the body for some reason didn't make it big enough (laughs) i it's a perfect explanation for what's going on yeah this is the Glenn Beck program so by now you may have reached that level of maturity where you want to join a group geared toward you and those like you and you want that group to have benefits that come with it you know but that's not all you want you want a group that's going to advocate for you in Washington someone's going to represent your views One way you can start is by joining AMAC. It's the Association of Mature American Citizens. And like a lot of advocacy groups, it comes with a whole host of benefits and discounts. Great stuff. All the things you're going to want. But unlike a lot of them, AMAC truly fights the good fight for you in Washington, D.C. AMAC stands for solvency in a time of runaway debt, national security and sovereignty over unchecked borders. They believe in the sanctity of life, and they're willing to tell you that. They push back against the radical left socialist agenda all the time in Washington and stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight by becoming a member today. Yes, we all know, and it's important. The benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. Join now at amac.us slash Beck. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. I would love it if you check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed. Every day, right before the Glenn Beck program, 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Now, I missed the first performance of Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay quarterback, superstar, uh, hosting Jeopardy. Mm. Uh, But I saw a little clip of it. And uh, eh. didn't seem uh, exactly electric. Not electric. No. No. Was this well, the one where he was uh, 
someone wrote a, a funny answer. Yes. Yes. About why they kicked a field goal instead of <laughs> went for the first down in one of his games. Yeah. Uh, one of the single most bizarre decisions that I can remember from an NFL head coach. Though, I, the, Very. The, the advanced analytics said it wasn't as bad as people thought it was. Like oh, it was really? Only, it was only like a 1% difference in winning the game, mm. uh, which surprised me. Me too. Um, but still, it just made no sense at the time and makes no sense to me today that you would do that. And some one of the contestants called out Aaron Rodgers and sort of, I would say, embarrassed him a little. He looked mm-hmm. legitimately embarrassed. He and, did say it was a good question, though. Yeah. Why, why did you kick the field goal? Because So he was making fun of his coach just mm-hmm. a bit there. Yeah. It looked like. But uh, uh, he wants to do it for real, permanently. He wants the job. Uh, and, you know, I thought he was just kind of messing around. Apparently, he's a huge Jeopardy fan, always has been, and really... Wants the gig. And he says, I don't think I'd need to give up football to do it. They film 46 days a year. I worked 187 in Green Bay this year. That gives me 178 days to do Jeopardy. So I feel like I could fit 46 into that 178 and make it work. It would be my dream job for sure. And I'm not shy at all about saying I want the job. That's how I went into it. I want an opportunity to be in the mix. (laughs) That's that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a good fit to me. Aaron Rodgers hosting jeopardy no it doesn't but that's cool that i mean yeah he actually likes it have it they is con- cool have they considered deshaun watson for the gig they, not they yet apparently not, no no uh and i think the likelihood of that maybe went down <laughs> just a tad yeah because we had like a nice little i thought a nice little competition going between uh, andrew cuomo accusers and deshaun watson accusers and then you know deshaun has just blown him out of the water last couple so weeks. far yeah yeah according true. to the new york post there's more to come on, on uh, cuomo on cuomo mm-hmm yeah, so yes, that's true. We'll see who winds up with the most, but it's what, 22? 22 to 9 right now. And I think I feel like we're in the, we're at the beginning wow. of the fourth quarter. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be, they're gonna, Cuomo's going to have to make a run here. So 22 massage therapists have accused him of doing something inappropriate. Not really, no. No? No. Oh. 22 women have accused him of doing something inappropriately while giving massages However, so you're saying they're not them, official massage therapists? It seems as if, at least again, according to the accusations, these are just accusations mm. at this point, but the accusations are that he was just messaging women on Instagram and asking for massages. And they were like, I'm not a masseuse. And women he, was he like, didn't know? Why don't you just come over and try? You got to be kidding. Now, so if he, like, if he liked their picture on Instagram or yeah, whatever, he'd, he'd request a massage. <laughs> now, it's look, an interesting, uh, yeah ploy it's it is an interesting ploy and you might say to your because some people have said this they said hey you know he's an athlete he's going to get a lot of massages because it is kind of strange that you'd have 22 massage therapists (laughs) and then remember they also added they released a list of 18 of their own which is at least 40 (laughs) massage therapists in his life a lot of masseuses yeah he gets a lot of massage a lot. A lot of massage. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe too much. Maybe too much. <laughs> uh, David Chow, was the former uh, uh, doctor for the San Diego Chargers. He was one of the head physician for the San Diego Char- uh, Chargers. Uh, and now he does, you know, commentary on injuries in sports. He writes this uh, for OutKick. Massage therapy is an integral part of an athlete's rehab and recovery. It is part of integrated medical treatment to get through a long season and prevent injuries. Oh, so it's normal to get all this massage. Most professional teams have some in-house or in-facility massage therapists. 
During the pandemic, when only official personnel access was allowed, most teams added one or more massage therapists as exceptions to tier one COVID testing to allow players regular access. Hmm. In short, masseuses are considered a part of or an adjunct to the uh, the uh, overall medical team. As such, it's not the medical norm to constantly rotate masseuses. Oh, no. Oh, oh okay. No. So it's not really a defense of Deshaun here. No, he says, I make no opinion as to guilt or innocence of the massage therapist versus Deshaun Watson. My only comment is that medically, it is very strange for any professional athlete to have their deep tissue, Swedish, or trigger point or sports massages performed by multiple different people on a rotating basis. The NFL players that I have interacted with wanted consistency in the care and maintenance of their bodies, whether surgeon, doctor, physical therapist, athlete, uh, athletic trainer, straight strength coach personal trainer chiropractor nutritionist massage therapist professional athletes demand consistency in what they need for their bodies to stay in top form even though an nfl team will have five or more taping tables going before a game or practice players typically wait for their therapist to strap their ankles no matter how long the line is <laughs> now if you can if you want the same person to put <laughs> maybe tape he on doesn't your like to wait in line <laughs> he's got a different idea yeah, yeah. now i think there's a line between <clears throat> Where what we what we're saying here is that he actually has forty different massage therapists that are there for medical mm-hmm. treatment, mm-hmm. and the other line of he's been sexually assaulting women, you know, women all over the country for a while. Now that may, may very well be true, uh, and that's certainly the accusation. However, there's also a line here that maybe he's either pulling what we would call maybe a, a Robert Kraft. Where he's uh, using massage therapy for as a, as a essentially a way a to tool. pay for sexual yeah, think, uh, yeah. in, intercourse uh, mm-hmm. or um, uh, sexual therapy, mm-hmm. uh, or so he's going up to women and saying, "Hey, can you give me a massage?" Because he doesn't want to say, "Hey, can I pay you for sex?" Right. Right. So it's possible that is what he was doing, or what he thought he was doing, and then. Uh, when that didn't occur. Interesting. It, maybe was some of the women were insulted by that. <laughs> particular idea could also be that he you know um was this was his way of you know his way of picking up women and when things went awry he did not uh he acted inappropriately and or criminally so we don't know what the actual answer is i think it's it's interesting to see the way that this is because if you think about this i don't i i my inclination when you hear 22 women are accusing one person of this, mm-hmm. you think to yourself, how could it possibly be untrue? 22 women. And, mm-hmm. and they keep saying this. Well, they have very similar stories. Well, the stories have been public. So that, that means nothing. Saying that you have the same story after the story is already out publicly is not particularly notable, right? Like, and that, that would be what, if you were, fa- again, I'm not accusing any of these women of this. I have no evidence of it, and I'm not, I don't even believe it, honestly, that they're faking it. But, like, if if someone comes out and says, well, the way he did it was he came on, uh, he came on to me at a club, and he brought me home, and he said he promised me marshmallows in his hotel room, and then he he assaulted me. The next 10 women who are faking it are going to say the marshmallow thing, too. That does not mean that they're true, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if you've told us the story, then there is a problem with using everyone has a similar story as an excuse. Everyone knows the story. So, of course, if you're going to fake it, you're going to use a similar story. It would be ridiculous to not do it. But, and I don't think, I don't know if this is the case with Deshaun Watson, but at some point, 
This is going to occur, and it's not going to be true. Where just getting the numbers up and getting several accusers to say the same thing, it does it to everyone. Every human being has that in them, where you're just thinking to yourself, well, I mean, so, smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And that's not the way to treat someone's agency, their freedom, their their ability to operate in in our society. This is why we have laws and trials and things like this. It's why we have mm-hmm. due process. And we so often want to skip this. There was a story in the New York Times uh, the other day. It was actually on the, the Daily, the podcast. And they were talking about a, a, a family who was accused all over the internet of being pedophiles. Pedophiles, scammers, thieves, all these terrible accusations. And after months and months and months of multiple IT people in the family trying to figure out who was posting all this stuff, they eventually traced it to someone they had fired at their business 30 years ago who held a grudge for 30 years and then just started going on all these websites and posting as different people that that these individuals were pedophiles. And mm. I mean, it, this stuff does happen. And just the fact that you can line up three dozen people when millions of dollars on the line is not is not confirmation that these crimes occurred. Now, do I think the NFL is going to allow him to play with these accusations hanging out there? No, I don't know no. how you disprove twenty two allegations, even if they're and he shouldn't have to disprove. Right, Again, the burden of proof is on the other side. On the other side, it's in true. The, in the American system of justice. You got to prove the op. You've got to prove that he did something wrong. He doesn't have to prove he did something right. So, but that's not how we operate now. I know we just don't operate that way, and that's wrong. I mean, that is it wrong. Is. And, and think about this. You know, if you're on the left, you're thinking, "Well, how dare you?" I mean, these women are. You believe all women? You know, I don't know. Maybe you should think about that a little bit. Yeah. Consider the fact that a, a, a high-profile African American is certain currently being accused uh, for crimes that he that that he has not been convicted of, and you know. If you go back in history, you're going to find a lot of incidents where high-profile African-Americans were targeted with false accusations. And that was not something that was a good thing. Mm -hmm. This is happening not just to people like Deshaun Watson, but has happened. Provably false accusations have been leveled against high-profile college athletes that have had their entire life ripped out uh, from under them. Well, the Duke lacrosse team is a good example of that. It's a great example of that. Also, if we're going to play the we have to believe all women card, then what about Tara Reid, the accuser of Joe Biden? <laughs> yep. No, it didn't matter. They never say they never say believe her. Nope. They don't she doesn't come up in conversation at all. Nope. And of course, we go back to the Andrew Cuomo thing where there's many many ac- accusers against him. Yeah. For all different levels of of harassment to maybe criminal activity maybe just being a terrible terrible human being which that part we can confirm you know we can't say anything we don't know any of these accusers of Deshaun Watson but we can say that Andrew Cuomo is awful well there's a whole website as proof <laughs> yeah, that's true is there not Andrew Cuomo is awful <laughs> dot, dot com, com. Mm-hmm. yeah so you know let's so. go there and prove that but that that is real I, I don't know I mean it is so many women Mm-hmm. that are coming out and now at least a couple of them have come out publicly and, and identified themselves but it is a very strange society we live in in that 22 accusers can come out and they didn't even know even deshaun watson didn't know who they were how can you defend yourself against mm-hmm. accusations when you don't even know who the people are how can you say i was there or i wasn't there when you don't even know who the accusers are i yeah. look i mean my my sort of like 
you know, you, you think when stuff like this happens, most of the time there is something there. And I, I hope that's not true. I mean, the best case scenario here is all these women are lying because that means nobody got abused. That's the, that's the only good thing that could come out of this. You know, if, if they're all lying, you know, it's it sucks for Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson, but like it's better than these thing these crimes actually occurred clearly yeah but you you get to this point where you don't want a system nobody wants a system you have to think of the long-term consequences of this do you want a system set up in which accusers equal guilt that is a terrible legal system to have and i don't understand why and this goes back to the uh, baseball in georgia and all of these other stories that we keep talking about as they relate to sports and other companies your position outwardly should be, hey, we have a freaking legal system. That is not the responsibility of the National Football League to try to adjudicate multiple dozen accusers in this particular They're case. They're going to, though. They're going to. They will. They Instead of just saying, will. like, we, what we will do is follow the law. Yep. If this person is convicted, he will not be in the league. Teams can do whatever they want. But, like, we're not going to do that as a, as a league. We're not going to convict people before they're convicted. Which, by the way, brings up another interesting point. I don't think any of these charges are criminal yet. It, are they? Uh, to me, no, I think they're all civil. civil. Yeah, all civil. So that that adds an interesting element, too, because nobody's charging him with a crime, actually. They're just suing him. So at this point, it's just a bunch of lawsuits. Yeah. Now, now obviously, I think uh, they are I think in the, the process. HPD, yeah. Houston Police Department, is looking into it. They're and, investigating. And if they are real and, and, and they can find, uh, they can find <laughs> evidence uh, to that, he will be charged. But he has not been charged yet. It's a good point. Right. And, and that is, a, I think, a crucial element here. The, mm-hmm. If these are crimes, he needs to be charged with them. And I can understand not really dealing with them until that occurs. You can't. How can you do this? You can't just sit here and respond to every single accuser, every single person who says something random that you're mm-hmm. supposed to, you know, he may very well have done these things, but we can, we have to watch where the system is going. We are going down this road in which an accuser equals guilt and that that's it. Your, your career is over. Think about this, Pat. How could how honestly could Deshaun Watson turn this around? Let's just say all of these women are faking it. Mm-hmm. How could he possibly turn it around in the media? How could he ever get his reputation back? He really couldn't. Hard. Yeah. He Almost couldn't. impossible. Maybe if he caught six or seven of them on a text chain talking about how they were going to defraud Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that would help. That would help. And it would at mm-hmm. least make people doubt some of the other people. But all right. It's Triple Eight 727. Back is the number. All right. Um, let me talk to you about. Uh, Let's see. Hustler Turf. Hustler Turf is here to make your spring spring again. You know, that means when spring gets here, it means the grass has started to grow, which means you're going to spend several months out there mowing that lawn. But why not do it in in it with Hustler and make it actually enjoyable? Unless, of course, you can conscript your child into forced labor. That's always an opportunity. But you know what? Even then, he's probably going to do it. He's going to run over your garden hose, and then your whole situation is going to be blown up anyway. What if it didn't need to be like that, though? What if getting out there on a mower was an absolute pleasure? Well, it can be when you have a Hustler Turf zero-turn lawnmower. Hustler has been making the zero-turn lawnmower uh, for professional lawn maintenance for you know decades. 
But now it brings that technology to you and your yard. With Hustler, you get speed, comfort, and unbelievable levels of maneuverability all rolled up into one amazing mower. When you A-B compare a Hustler to the competition, you find out there is no competition at all. Before you buy some other mower, do me a favor, find a Hustler dealer, and then go test drive one. Do it before you buy. HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, what a world. They're just kind of realizing what a wacky world we're in. Rachel Levine, uh, HHS secretary, has spoken out on some of these trans issues. Uh, I'll tell you about that coming up here in a few minutes because it's it's about equity, of course, and equality. Um, just want to make sure you know that equity and equality it's what it's all about it is yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah. good there's no other issue here except your hatred that's it this is the glenn back program the glenn back program mm. 888727 b-e-c-k it's Patton Stewart for glenn this week uh we will share what's going on uh in just a minute a statement from glenn some things that he i guess uh posted online uh and share that with you coming up here in about 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. You hear me talk about my love for my pillow products all the time, how they've changed my sleep for the better, and they really have. The pillows are amazing. The Giza sheets, the towels, the mattress toppers, all of it. My pillow sells great products at great prices. Well, they've done it again. I just got a pair of their slippers, my slippers. They're really, really great. They have three-tier cushioning system, two layers of MyPillow foam, a layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue and offer all-day comfort. They can be worn inside, outside, made with high-quality leather, and they're 40% off right now. They're my slippers. 40% off. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and use the promo code BECK and receive this incredible offer. The slippers come with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Call 1-800-966-3117. Promo code BECK. MyPillow.com. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn today. Uh, I was just going on Instagram to post some dumb update about a soda straw, and uh, I realized that Glenn had just posted something. And we've been talking about this a little bit this week. It's been a very strange week around here. I will say on Monday's show, about ninety seconds before we came on the air to talk to you. Uh, Glenn, who has been at home doing the show because he's had a back issue the last couple of weeks, and about 90 seconds before we came on the air, uh, you know, something happened. We, we, you know, it was, I will say we were, I was talking in the middle of talking about like the Georgia bill right before we went on the air, and uh, there was some commotion in the house, uh, and Glenn basically ran off screen, and he, and then the next word I got was he was not going to be in it all this week. And it was, you know, really scary. Frankly, really, mm-hmm. it was actually really scary. Uh, we later uh, found out what had happened, and Glenn had sh- has just uh, posted this on Instagram uh, that his uh, his wife's uh, brother uh, passed away unexpectedly, uh, kind of uh, 
uh, you know, it was not something that they were expected to happen. And it was uh, very, very shocking. And um, he's just posted about that. He he plans on being back on Monday. And, uh, you know, I just I, I can't express to you how much I know it means to him that everyone is helping um, helping him and his family get through this with their prayers and all the people that have uh, reached out. Uh, to help them in, in a really difficult time. Uh, so thank you so much for doing that. I know we've been able to depend on this audience for sanity for such a long time. It's been such such a luxury that I, I don't think most people are able to have. And we've seen this happen to us over and over again in our tough times that the audience has always rallied around. And we do I sincerely really appreciate it. I know Glenn really appreciates it. Uh, you can read uh, his post up on his Instagram page. Uh, obviously, Glenn Beck is the thing you'd search for, and you can you can check it out there. But you know, real real tragedy, and and I'm sure he'll give you more on it as we go into next week. And he returns on Monday to the program uh, to go through all the craziness that is going on in the rest of the world uh, today. And there's plenty of it, plenty of it. Yeah, uh, some of it coming uh, directly from the administration. Actually, um, during an interview last week. With NPR, transgender uh, Rachel Levine, who is the deputy deputy secretary assistant, of uh, secretary assistant of secretary of, health, yeah. of uh, health and human services, uh, and transgendered, obviously, said bills banning young people from accessing drugs like puberty blockers and cross sex hormones and transgender surgeries, such as elective double mastectomies, as well as bans against males competing in women's sports are all really challenging to see, she said. She said, I don't see it as a political issue at all. I view this as a health equity issue. It's about fairness and equality and about specifically health equity, which is part of my portfolio. So I don't see any risk in terms of politicization of this issue. Uh, pretty amazing. Um, especially when you consider, you know, that we're talking about kids as young as three and four years old making this decision. And according to the American College of Pediatricians, which has reported that experts on both sides of the issue pretty much agree. 80 to 95% of children with a diagnosis of gender dysphoria quote, accepted their biological sex by late adolescence. Up to 95% of them who feel like, you know, they're trapped in a different gender's body don't feel that way then uh, by the time they've gone through puberty. Uh, and that, that research has been really consistent wow. over the years, too. It's just shown the same thing over Up and over and over again. 95%. So, yeah. So you're going to chance a four-year-old or an eight-year-old or a 12-year-old making that decision that affects the rest of their life uh, and and just make that change when all evidence shows that if you just, you know, help them through that time period, that they're going to <laughs> accept their their gender as it is yeah interesting too because this is you'd you'd think okay why is the left doing this they're doing their typical promotion of lgbtq issues or whatever in reality it's not that simple because what the research shows over and over and over and over again is that the people you're talking about the 80 to 95 percent who decides you know what i'm okay being in this type of body 
Most of them, the vast majority of them, turn out to be gay adults. So they're actually using Mm. the T to crush the G and and the L. Which is a really interesting aspect of this. Yeah. It really is. That's I mean, exactly what they're doing. We, we, there's a poll that came out recently about how many transgendered people there are in the country. And now there's, they, they are claiming now there are more transgendered people in the country than there are lesbians in the country. Which seems completely <laughs> wow. against all evidence. Yeah. But that is what they're trying to claim is true as, as far as polling goes at this point. And so it seems as if quite directly in this case. They are encouraging children who would turn out to be gay adults Mm -hmm. to transition to another gender. So they are transgendered instead of gay. But at least they could, I guess, then they're heterosexual. Right. (laughs) So, okay, (laughs) let me take this out here for a second. So you are a, you're born a boy Mm -hmm. again. Okay. Yes. Now, the whole thing about being born this way is gone. The whole Lady Gaga song is now like a conservative talking point because you can't be born this way if you have to get hormone treatment and surgery right like you're not right. you weren't born that way right right you have to get all these gender confirmation surgeries to adjust the way you were born because you were not mm-hmm. born the way you're supposed to be born apparently so born this way is dead take it off the album ban it um <laughs> make her change the name of the song if she performs it again uh, boycott her okay born this way is dead but if you're born, let's just say, let's, let's use old speak here for just a second. Okay. If you're born a boy mm-hmm. and you later on say, you know what? I'm actually a girl. A girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have, and then you have the surgery to become a girl and then you like boys, you are a heterosexual girl. You would think woman. so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a heterosexual mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. with probably a Y. W O M Y N, but you're 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 a heterosexual woman at that point, right? And the spelling of of woman is really important there. It is. Yeah, it really it, it is. Really is. It, it tells you something. It really is confusing, and and I think the the issue, the, the 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 confusing aspect of it is a feature, not a bug. The reason that it's confusing is because you if you're depending on logic and and what people understand to be reality, like I. I Another report I was listening to uh, was talking about the same issue and, and talking about transgender athletes. And they actually said there's no evidence that a boy who says they're a girl and says their identity is a girl and plays in girl sports has any advantage God, that's just, over gr- girls in sports. You're just denying science at that point. You're just denying, denying reality. Reality, common so sense, ridiculous. science, everything. Yeah. We went over these things, uh, these a couple of these examples the other day. How Serena Williams lost to the 204th ranked tennis player in a blowout in, in the middle of her prime. Mm-hmm. 204th ranked men's tennis player. Uh, didn't Venus and Serena play a doubles team and get blown out as well? Yes. That were men. Yeah. Uh, um, the, they got killed. What was the soccer, the high school soccer uh, yeah, example? The, the U.S. women's soccer team, number one in the world, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, came to Dallas to train. And they played a local Dallas 14 and 15-year-old team. I think they were 13, 14, or 14 and 15, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And lost 5-2, to two, which is a blowout. Blowout in soccer. In soccer it's terms. basically like in football, 800 to nothing. Yeah, That's These a similar score. Teenage boys, uh, like what, maybe 8th grade, ninth grade, maybe freshmen, mm-hmm. 
uh, blew out the U.S. women's national soccer team. It's just, uh, it's so far beyond the need for evidence. Everyone just knows it's true. We are so far beyond. Well, it's why there is a WNBA. (laughs) If women could compete with men, would there be a WNBA? No. No. No, there would not. Of course there wouldn't. (laughs) They'd just be part of the NBA. And look, you know, if if this ends in there being no WNBA, at least something good came out of it. Because at that point, yeah, a good point. at least yeah. we had something right. that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, a friend of mine texted me the other day. He said, I just turned on the women's final four. And the announcer says, UConn, just four of 19 on layups tonight. <laughs> you on layups? On layups. Oh, man. If you're four of 19 on layups. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what to tell you. I'm not sure what to tell you. That's not to say that, that look, some of these, uh, you know, female athletes are amazing. They're doing mm-hmm. incredible things. Certainly things that I couldn't do. It's not to say that women are are worse athletes than all guys. If you have some fat guy like me who's going to come in here and can barely run 100 yards in 14 seconds and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and probably collapses 75 yards through it, yeah, you're going to be able, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the prime... They make these dumb analogies, like it's the old, the old, uh, um, the tennis matchup, the famous one um, uh, back in the day in the seventies, where you had uh, Billie Jean King. King, and you know beating up on like an eighty-year-old guy. <laughs> it was a oh, women can beat men. Look at this eighty-year-old guy play tennis. He can't quite keep up with the world's number one. It's like all right, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and, and by the way, Bobby Riggs had beaten. I think Billie yeah. Jean King was number two at the time. Yeah. And he had beaten the world's number one. Mm-hmm. He had beaten Margaret Court just months before that. And there is some speculation that the uh, guy was what sixty three. That Riggs literally did not want to win. Yeah, against there was Billie some Jean speculation. Uh, whether it's yeah. true or not, we don't know. But again, it doesn't matter. The doesn't. point. The, the point is, he was far beyond his prime at the time. Yeah. And a lot of this he seemed to be doing for hype reasons. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if he, there's been movies made about this now, and that's at least what they indicate. That uh, maybe this is more about hype than it was about a real competition mm-hmm. uh, between the two. But I mean, still, it, it's this is something that you don't. There are some claims you don't even need evidence for. Some would call them self-evident. We used to be familiar with this concept. You know, yeah. you can look at every piece of evidence, and everyone knows. Everyone knows men and women are built differently. That's why they break them apart to compete in sports separately. To take a person who is a boy. And they identify, as Ellen described it famously, uh, gender identity is more like a feeling you have in your head. Well, if the feeling you have in your head changes, that doesn't change the fact that you're a lot faster than the people you're competing against. And is it such a wide, like, they keep coming, they fall back on this. Well, it's not a widespread problem. It's, okay. Do I believe that most boys who, uh, you know, who are trying to compete, compete against women, right, girls, uh, are going to transition their gender to win a high school event. No. It's going to be incredibly rare that anyone would ever do that, right? That is not what we're talking mm-hmm. about. What we're talking about is the fairness of uh, of the competition for the girls. The girls are, it's unfair to them. I'm not talking about the the person who's transgendered here. I'm talking about the other people competing, the women. You know the the group that you used to care about? 
You know, if you're on the left, the group you used to say needed rights, the group you say used to say you actually gave a crap about, well, now mm-hmm. you're throwing them in the trash. We already discussed this hour how you're throwing gay people in the trash. All of these groups that used to be favored now are in second and third and fourth and fifth place. And they're losing all of these battles to the L's and the G's and the B's and the T's and all the other letters that get thrown in there. Mm-hmm. This is, it's, not a, it's not a sane way to run a civilization. You have to be able to have a broad agreement on what facts are. And I just, I, the, this week has been just this eye-opening, maybe to another degree, where this idea that you can just say things you know are not true and act as if everyone else who doesn't agree with you is insane. God, we see so much of that. So often. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. So last week, Joe Biden and company revealed their two point two five trillion dollar backdoor ha- tax hike. Uh, I think we're supposed to call it an infrastructure plan. So, so mm. it's not backdoor tax hike; it's an infrastructure plan. But what's a few more trillion dollars among friends, especially? Uh, do you even have an idea as to what kind of money that looks uh, sounds like? We, we went over this the other day. If you made ten grand a day for the next fifty years, you'd have almost one fifth of one billion dollars and a trillion of course is a thousand billions but we're printing all that money so it doesn't even count right i mean what could possibly go wrong with this idea Goldline can help you set up a, a guard against this sort of craziness Goldline uh, has graded liberty coin and their special is back with every box of graded liberties purchased this week only you'll receive a free one-tenth of an ounce gold american eagle at no cost Right now, silver is honestly just so hard to get, so Goldline can't give away uh, the silver right now uh, with a qualified purchase, but they're waiting to hear from you. 866-GOLDLINE. Go to goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. It's goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. I love the fact that uh, people are now calling Coca-Cola Woca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> so appropriate. Uh, and by the way, uh, Woca-Cola is a Georgia company. <gasps> Why have they not moved out of the state? Yeah. Why is They're that? They're so up in arms over that restrictive, oppressive Jim Crow on steroids voting bill. Why haven't they up and left the state? Or at least announce their plans to do so. Uh, it's interesting. It is interesting. I would also ask why the Atlanta Braves still have a franchise in the in Major That's League Baseball. That's also interesting. They can move one game out but leave 81 there? Huh. That doesn't make any sense. And why, and I was learning about this on CNN, why are they headquartered in, in Atlanta? Atlanta? That's a very strange. Why would they do that? Why do they support voter suppression? Which, by the way, is violence. Voter suppression Thank you. is violence. Wow, Everything that is so is powerful, Stu. Thank you. You All can't say that thing, enough. Thank you. you. Can't Voter say suppression enough. is violence. Still not enough. All things are <laughs> violence. <laughs> okay, maybe that's enough okay, now. That's maybe perfect, it is. Perfect amount. Yeah. Uh, the hysteria over the, uh, over the Georgia law. Maybe we should go through this. Town Hall fact-checked. The New York Times fact-checked. Okay. And it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, for a... 
for a law that was Jim Crow on steroids, it certainly opened up a lot of voting opportunities to an awful lot of people. Mm-hmm. And what the New York Times avoids completely and makes no mention of is that some of these changes were changes from just last year and last year only. Yeah. That, that they were doing because of the COVID-19 emergency. Right. But That's the, why, for instance, they had a few mobile voting areas, mobile voting booths. Right. You know how many they had? Because they eliminated those. And it's just hampered voting opportunity like crazy. Oh, no. Yeah. These mobile units, yeah. they had two. Yeah. So uh, they had two. And we believe about 95% of people who voted voted at those two uh, mobile <laughs> yeah. facilities. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 95% of all Georgians voted. Probably not even point ninety five. Probably, probably uh, not. You know, it, it, oh, it's unbelievable. And and it is, it, the, the truth of the Georgia law is some aspects are slightly mm. more restrictive than the pandemic, right? Yeah, than last year. Right. Like for example, they had voter drop boxes all over the place, and this year they had ninety some, and now there's they're down to twenty three. Right, there's down to twenty three, and they've moved them into an area where they're not just unattended twenty four <laughs> hours a day. Now, I don't know. It's a, to me that seems like a pretty rational proposal. Mm-hmm. It also, I would say, makes sense in the middle of a pandemic that you might try to figure out ways for people to more easily vote, especially when you don't mm-hmm. know what it's the, what the situation's going to look like six months in advance. Right. But it also makes sense that you take the good. From that proposal, and you modify it and 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 make sure that it's sensible. Leaving drop boxes outside unattended twenty four hours a day is not a sensible. Make, it possible. does not make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know any state that does that. Right. It's just stupid. Right. I mean, it, like we all realize that that's a silly thing that brings up all sorts of risk. So you move them inside to a facility. It's not anyone who wants to vote can vote. Can we stop acting like people mm-hmm. can't do this? This is not a freaking triathlon. Right. You gotta fill out a freaking piece of paperwork and check a couple boxes. This is not all that difficult. And if you can't handle it, you shouldn't you're be a voting. moron and you shouldn't vote anyway. Yeah. It's you. not that difficult. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna fake it and act like it's this impossible task. This is the Glenn Beck program. Ugh. Uh, Brian lives in Alabama, and over the past few years, he's been suffering from so much pain uh, that it really was debilitating to him. It limited his mobility. He was barely able to get around the house, let alone get out and live his life normally. Like millions of Americans who suffer from pain, Brian was beginning to enter a period of despair. He had tried a couple of different things, but, you know, didn't none of them worked. So he decided to just... Go with Relief Factor. This is kind of the same process Glenn had. He tried a bunch of stuff. None of it worked. And then he kind of eventually tried Relief Factor. Well, why not start there instead? What what did uh, what did Brian have to lose? Well, you know, what, what three-week test uh, packet? Uh, in fact, he basically lost about 90% of his pain in the first three weeks. He got his life back. So could you. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And 70% of people who dry it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. What do you got to lose? Accept your pain. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com or 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. And please, by all that is holy, don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Triple eight. 
727 BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Triple eight again. 727 BECK. All right. So the transgender situation we completely misunderstood it. Obviously, you're you're reading now, uh, Stu, that um, that it's. It's simply something that we needn't worry about. Yes, not a big issue. There's no evidence that shows that uh, tran- a, a boy who's competing as a woman or a girl is going to do any better. Do than any better? There's no evidence of that. None. <laughs> and nobody's ever lost a scholarship to it. No, that's what they're saying now. It's there's no, again like whether it's a big issue or not. I, I, look, I know a lot. I mean, of, does it happen every day? Probably not. No, no, oh, no yeah. it doesn't. You grew up in high school with with all your friends like i i would say the percentage of them that are going to 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 choose to transition their gender mm-hmm. uh, to play women's sports is very low i don't think people would prioritize sports that high again it's not about that it's about fairness to the f- women who do have to compete against the one person who does decide to do it it's not fair it's not fair it's not right and we all know it's not right we all know it's not fair and we all sit here and we have to sit here and act as if it's supposed to be denied this reality is denied. And all of a sudden, what they're also denying is that there's any problem with allowing a four-year-old or a child, a child of, you know, who knows, in, anywhere up to 16 years old, to go ahead and decide they want to change their gender. Yeah. It, so, well, somehow that's a bad thing now. It's interesting, too, that we lose track a lot of times about uh, of how quickly this stuff happens. The Democrats were not outwardly on board with child gender uh transitions very recently i mean it's not it, this is you don't have to go back 30 years we can all go back to barack obama and say remember barack obama was against gay marriage yeah <laughs> yes as one president ago for the democrats <laughs> he was against gay marriage at least outwardly when he got into office as was While Biden. he ran for office yep. the first time he was against it yep and then joe biden famously mistakenly outed him as, as supporting it and he goes like oh yeah now i support it uh it was i think he was true that he did support it that whole time and this is probably true that they supported gender transitions at four years old the whole time too but this is new that they're admitting it i mean joe biden said just the other day uh if you are an eight or ten year old child and you want to uh, transition your gender they that's cool go for it there should be i mean he they, he said there should be no discrimination. Now, of course, there shouldn't be discrimination. There shouldn't be hate towards someone uh, who's who's treat everybody equally and fairly. Of course, of course. But that is different. What he's talking about when he's talking about discrimination is you're not giving them the right health care, which we define as gender transition surgeries or gender confirming surgeries, as we've learned today. This is a bizarre, a bizarre thing to go. And just the truth is is no longer near nearby. It's just we're not attached to it anymore. Shannon Sharp, wasn't he ranting about the Georgia law? Is that what he was ranting about? Yes. Uh, One of the things. It's fascinating to hear these guys talk because they don't. There's no connection to what is actually going on in the world. Yeah. Listen to this. It's on. What do they call it? Undisputed. Undisputed. I think Shannon Sharp and Skip. What's his face? Bayless. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's what he had to say. I like to move by MLB. I like to taking a stand and skip. At some point in time, you're going to have to put action to your words. You say you're about inclusion. You say you're about uh, doing the right thing. At some point in time, you have to put those actions into words. I mean, put those words into action. Yep. And that's what they're doing, Skip. Now, you're going to be relegated to where you can take this game to. 
because there's a lot of other states mm. that are doing the exact same thing as Georgia. <laughs> Texas, Florida. So those, you, Florida, you're off the list. Texas, you're off the list. There are a lot of states that are doing the exact same thing that Georgia is that Georgia did. Mm. Now, Skip, what I don't understand, and this is what's confusing with me. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham was on the under ticket for President Trump. President Trump lost the election because of fraud. But they won the election. They won their Senate races. It was fair and square. Hey, what is I'm this? confused, Skip. How does that work? Well, the top guy lost, but my election was fair and square, so let's do something about it. Now, in 2016, we know for a fact Russia tried to interfere. Mitch McConnell would do nothing. He wouldn't even bring it to the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to put these right because what they see, Skip, there's a, change, there's a changing of the guard. More people are becoming of age to vote, and they're minorities. And they're voting. So instead of changing your messaging they're and trying to reach out to a new base, what do you do? Yeah. We're going to try to restrict so you can. Yeah, that's what you it do. shouldn't be harder what they're doing. to vote than to get a gun. Now, it's what's not, wrong with that it, picture, it Skip? Is, you notice that? They're making it harder wish, for you to vote than to get that gun. <laughs> just granted no, your we don't want to do nothing with the gun. No, I want my Second Amendment. <laughs> what is more democratic than the right to vote? The now, Second Amendment. People look at it because you go around the world and say, oh, we want fair elections. And when, when, when dictators and they try to put a stranglehold on the, the right. process of sure. democracy, uh, oh, yeah. you're all up in arms. You go in there and you do this and you do that. Uh-huh. But right here in America, the same thing is happening. Uh-huh. They're trying to same take thing. us back. Same exact thing. As soon thing. as we get one step, just a little bit of say so, it bothered them, Skip, that Georgia went red. You better we got believe two, it. We got two, got two senators. Got the first black senator in Georgia history. <laughs> Raphael Warnock. This is an incredible collection of idiots. Uh, so, so, uh, so bad. That bothered him, Skip. That bothered him. Bothered him. What a, so what a... they're trying to do something about it now by, by restricting minorities' <laughs> rights to vote. That's what they're doing. You get a sense watching these shows that these guys believe uh, they so have stupid. to say a certain amount of words per minute whether they are going anywhere or not. Yes. Like, I don't think he... Yes. I, there's never a point in that ra- in that rant where I think he knew where he was going. <laughs> no, I don't think so. There's or never, knew what he was talking about. Certainly not what I he mean, was talking the, about. The examples he uses about Republicans who won on the down ticket uh, when we're when they're claiming that apparently Trump was defrauded out of the election, mm. he won those states. Uh, <laughs> Lindsey Graham in South Carolina, I believe Trump won that. Mitch McConnell in Kentucky, Trump won that. So those are not the states that are but in like, question here for fraud. You can tell he's seen <sighs> a blog or yes. something where like he, he yes. like he's somewhat kind of near a, some a rational point. trying to get to a point. Right, like, he knows there is a point. He just doesn't know how to make it. Like there was a point, and it was a criticism of Marjorie Taylor Greene, where they, they she was talking about the fraud, mm-hmm. and she's in Georgia. And she won her election in Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. So you could say, well, wait a minute. Was it fraudulent when you won? Right. right. This, you're talking yes. about the same election. It's not statewide, but partially. And so, like, there's at least a a point there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But he's all he has mm-hmm. no idea what it is because he probably read it in a tweet once. And now it's his most heartfelt opinion. Yes. Like the whole That's buying a gun so is easier than voting is so stupid. Quite honestly, the dumbest point. Uh, I've ever heard in my life. It is you do not need a background check to buy or to to vote in this country. They just let all the idiots do it. Right. Uh, it, it, that is the that's just the way it happens. Now, you know, well, you don't need a background check in 0.1% of gun sales. Oh, great, great, great point. I know that's a it's a heart. Now, none of these murders seem to happen with those guns, but that, that's still that's that's we'll, we'll we'll ignore that for now. It's not easier to get a gun than it is to vote. It is incredibly 
easy to vote. If you can't figure out how to vote, should you're a moron. You're a moron. Mm-hmm. You're a moron. Or you know, I, I can't think of exactly what the there's probably an exception to that. Could be could be an exception to that. But generally speaking, you're a moron. It's it's a very basic function of of living in this country. The same way you can go and get a driver's license. Sometimes these things can be a little bit of a pain. Any function with the government is a little bit of a pain. But really, voting is a pretty easy one. I mean, it's they have all sorts of different ways to make it happen, even to the point if you don't follow the law at all, you can still cast a provisional ballot that will count if you do f- follow the law. So there's so many different ways to to get you to vote, including the fact that they've created in many states actual classes of ID just for people who don't have driver's license so that they can identify themselves. And those are often and usually free. So all of these things are just, you know, just it's like summarizing, you know, uh, some left wing collection of Twitter accounts. And just saying them in the order they came in in your Twitter feed. They're not necessarily related to each other. They're kind of like not necessarily <laughs> on the same topics. They're bouncing all over the place. You, you saw, you know, Mitch McConnell's name in one tweet, but it was actually about something else. You threw him in the wrong story. It's just like, <laughs> it's all over the place. And it's embarrassing. But you get the sense, especially when you watch sports guys try to talk about news. It, there's just this like, I need to be passionate because this is supposed to be important. I right. need to say a million a, a million words today and I need to figure out some sort of collection of viewpoints that will I can so I can scream for as long as I'm supposed to to get paid. It's like, these are just asinine viewpoints. And, uh, and of course, you're not allowed to disagree with them because that means you don't like African-Americans or you don't want people to vote or you don't like women or you don't like LGBTQs or whatever. Like, it's just this, these, it's just so stupid. This is why they shouldn't be doing this on these sports networks. And, and not that's because, why we begged you not to. Because it just turns us off because you don't know what you're talking uh, about. It's so, it hurts. It's it like does, listening to Glenn talk about sports. It, yes. It just hurts. Yes. It hurts your soul. <laughs> yes. Like, Glenn's like, oh, well, I don't know why I didn't get that touchdown bat. Uh, well, I, Glenn, there's no touchdown bat. I don't know how to... How to explain that? But that's yeah. a, that was the equivalent of a touchdown bat monologue. Yeah, it was just a collection of dumb. But he thought it was genius. He, he really thought he did. Was he was really onto something. And I've just I've changed everybody's <laughs> point of view here. I've yeah. just nailed it. These are not good points. And it's interesting because when you see it, uh, when you see the segment, and you watch Skip Bayless's response he is so uncomfortable with what's <laughs> happening there it's like please i'd rather be anywhere on this planet but here but oh, right i don't get right now i mean skip bayless is no no he's conservative not. no of course uh, not but he was just i think he was very uncomfortable because i don't think he was making sense to even skip bayless yeah and you've got a sympathetic ear across the table from you there yeah it's just painful and that's why at one point anyway and this isn't espn i think it's fox sports isn't it that they're on? I, I don't think they're on ESPN. Oh, but yeah, whatever. The, the head of ESPN at one point last year mandated that they stop talking about politics because they understood it was hurting them so badly. The points of view that were being spewed on ESPN about the political issues were so bad that they were turning people off and they're losing the ratings. And he's like, stop talking about it. And so that worked up until... A certain point. Um, yeah, it does seem like I think they've moved off of that. There was a time where that's all, it was all that they was were talking about. Television was all they were talking about. Was yeah. like, it's like I, I understand that the, some of those issues 
intersect with with sports you know i mean obviously the major league baseball thing is a big yeah, the deal all-star game. Move the all-star intersects. game like, they're gonna talk yeah. about it i mean I, I don't begrudge them that i just wish i wish there was a little bit more a little bit more effort put in you know I, mm-hmm. it, it, people keep talking about this law as if it's jim crow on steroids mm. it's so insulting to anyone who went through that period it is not it's nothing to do with that it's it's it is in the middle of the georgia seems to be honestly in the middle of the pack with the states when it comes to voting access not at the bottom not at the top seem to be kind of in the middle of the pack really an unremarkable state when it comes to voting access and really and they and this is expanding access to people no matter what state you're in all 50 states it is not brain it's not surgery it's not hard stop to, acting like it's hard it is you're not doing construction work you're not lifting steel girders in order to get to your ballot box no. it's not that hard it's not hard it it should require a little bit of effort because that at least shows that you understand it's an important process but you're not they're not even willing to do any kind of effort that's why they they want you to just have these uh, ballots mailed to you so that you can mindlessly or they can mindlessly fill it out for you. Uh, there's a lot of ballot harvesting that's going on with just mailing out to every single voter in the state uh, an absentee ballot. Shouldn't be doing that. Uh, but according to them, uh, that's mandatory now. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up in just a sec. So Dr. Fauci was asked about the situation in Texas. Hey, they removed all the restrictions, but they're doing really well. The trending down in hospitalizations and infections and deaths. What's going on there? You mentioned Texas and that full ballpark in Arlington yesterday. There was a lot of concern last month when Texas effectively opened up, mm-hmm. dropped all those restrictions and said it's back to life. And if you go to Texas, as you know, it looks like 2019. The restaurants and the bars are full and open. The ballparks are full. And Although a lot of people still wearing masks. I didn't see that much in 2019. Yet, we've seen cases and hospitalizations since then continue to tick downward. So what do you make of that as all of us look around and sort of try to consider how safe it is to get back to normal life? How do you scare Americans? Yeah, you know, it it can be confusing because you may see a lag and a delay because often you have Mm -hmm. to wait a few weeks before you see the effect of what you're doing right now. Okay, so the catastrophe is coming. You know, there, there are a lot of things uh-huh. that go into that. I mean, when you say Jeez. that they've they've had a lot of uh, activity on the outside, like ball games, mm-hmm. I'm not really quite sure. It could be they're doing things outdoors. You know, it's very difficult to just what? one-on-one compare that. You just have to what see in the long range. That. I hope right. they continue to tick down. Me too. If they do, that would be great. But there's always the concern when you pull back on methods, particularly things like indoor dining and bars mm-hmm. that are crowded, mm-hmm. yeah. you can see a delay and then all of a sudden tick all right of a back sudden, up. We've dead been bodies fooled everywhere. before mm-hmm. by situations where people begin to open up, nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, several weeks later, things start exploding on you. So we got to be careful <laughs> we don't prematurely judge that. Okay, that's great. So what he's essentially saying is, is it possible that they're just doing well now? Uh, maybe, but on the other hand, the catastrophe could still be coming for Texas. Interesting to see uh, what happens in the next few weeks here uh, as things do, in fact, get back to normal. But really, there's still a lot of mask wearing it doesn't look anything like 2019 yet uh, all right we will see you again tomorrow this here on the glenn beck program, program.